the Public News Service Daily Newscast for June the 9th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. We head first to Colorado, where folks are not likely to see much relief in their utility bills anytime soon, as a late May cold spell gives way to the full heat of summer. Fuel disruptions due to the conflict in Ukraine, unbridled oil company profits, and other factors have produced higher energy costs for all Americans. Denise Steptoe with Energy Outreach Colorado says Colorado's most vulnerable residents are facing tough decisions about whether to pay rent, buy food and medicine, or pay their utility bill. People on fixed income, seniors, these are all people who are always doing that juggling act, especially when we have these unknown, unexpected increases, which is what the energy sector is looking like right now. Steptoe says help is available for people at risk of being disconnected and repairing or replacing broken cooling systems. I'm Eric Galatis. Excel Energy has started to roll out a new time-of-use program where households are charged different rates in an effort to shift electricity use away from the peak hours between 3 and 7 p.m. Nursing home workers at a Washington state facility are calling on their employer to raise their wages with money set aside in the legislature's budget for that purpose. More now from Eric Tegedoff. SEIU 775 union members held an informational picket on Wednesday at the Arcadia Medical Resort of Talbot in Renton. The union says the facility isn't using $48 million from lawmakers this year aimed at raising pay at nursing homes. Linda Long is a certified nursing assistant at the facility. She spoke from the rally about working through the pandemic. So many of our people have left the industry and went to different occupation because why work if you can't get paid? You're risking your life and they're not compensating it. The informational picket drew a crowd of workers, as well as State Representative Mia Gregerson, a Democrat from SeaTac. Negotiations are ongoing between workers and Arcadia Medical Resort of Talbot. The facility did not return a request for comment before deadline. SEIU 775 criticized the facility's $18-an-hour proposal, saying it is below a livable wage in King County. Now from CBS News, a California man who was allegedly armed with a gun, a knife, and various tools when arrested in the early morning hours near Justice Brett Kavanaugh's house in Maryland. He's been charged with attempted murder. He was detained at 1.50 a.m. after making threats against Kavanaugh, according to an FBI affidavit. CBS says the affidavit identified the man as Nicholas John Rusky, a 26-year-old from Simi Valley, California. He is charged with attempt to murder a Supreme Court justice. If convicted, he faces a maximum sentence of 20 years in federal prison. This is PNS. An effort born out of the pandemic to help members of Ohio's disability community is evolving into something much bigger. Maria Matzik is host of the Breaking Silences Advocacy Committee, which started as a peer group offering a safe place for those struggling with the impact of the pandemic. She explains they shared their challenges due to the lack of emergency preparedness for individuals with disabilities and formed an advocacy committee. And they're working to ensure people with disabilities can share their voice, their experiences, and their recommendations when policies are being crafted on their behalf. To have a discussion to make decisions without us, first of all, is an insult. And second of all, you could be wasting a lot of time, a lot of money, by putting things in place that may in fact not work. Along with several other advocacy organizations, the committee helped conduct an unmet needs survey in early 2021. A majority of respondents with disabilities expressed fear for their lives. Mary Sherman reporting. 
and new court documents in Michigan show that shutting down the Line 5 pipelines would not have a dramatic impact on the cost of gasoline. The state of Michigan ordered the pipelines to be closed more than a year ago, but the Canadian gas company Enbridge Energy maintains that would lead to major energy disruptions in the region. A court document from Neil K. Ernest, an energy industry consultant hired by Enbridge, reveals an estimate that the increase to gas prices would be less than a penny per gallon. Debbie Chisower with Earth Justice represents Bay Mills Indian Community, which she notes has depended on the Straits of Mackinac for centuries. Shutting down Line 5 will have almost no impact on gas prices, but it will speed the inevitable transition to clean energy and protect communities like Bay Mills from the disastrous consequences of climate change. Enbridge spokesperson Ryan Duffy says the increase of half a penny does not include the cost of job losses to the Michigan economy if Line 5 is shut down. Emily Wolke reporting. Finally, we head to the East Coast where Connecticut parents can apply for the state child tax rebate through July 31st. State residents with kids 18 years old or younger can apply for the tax rebate, which was created as part of the fiscal year 2023 budget. Families within a certain income threshold can receive up to $250 per child for three kids, a maximum of $750. Deb Polan with the Connecticut Association for Community Action says everything is more costly right now. Even though we have raised minimum wage here in Connecticut, it's still not quite enough to help people meet their daily needs. And this will really help people clothe and feed and house their families. The checks will be mailed directly to people's homes, likely around late August through mid-September. I'm Emily Scott. Research estimates the advanced child tax credit reduced poverty by close to 30%. This is by Clifford for Public News Service. Member and listener supported. Heard on radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.